we, we didn't, didn't sign, sign up, up for, for this, this shit. shit. Hey guys, this is Andrew. And I'm Minya. And this is Hardly Adult. Um, so today, uh, we're going to talk about something that most of us have to do at some point in our life, I'd assume, and that is get a job. Damn, I really wish I could be one of those people that <laughs> wouldn't have to do that throughout their lives. Like, I like working, but I hate that it's required to survive and... You know, most people, especially in the United States, spend every day saying, oh, if I get fired, I'm screwed. But today, we're assuming that, you know, you are one of the people that has to have a job. If you're one of our closer friends, I know for a damn fact you guys are working every day. Um, we're going to be talking about how to get a job, how to keep a job, how to... You know, hopefully someday in the future not have to have a job. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that will ever happen. I think we'll all have to work until we die, sadly. I'm just kidding. Hopefully we'll be able to retire sometime in you know, my, the future. <laughs> my 401k says I should retire in 2065, I believe. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I don't think that 2065 will happen, because that means only 45 more years. I'm 27 right now. Damn, I'll be working till I'm over 70. Am I doing math right? Sounds right to me, but I'm also not a mathematician, um, so I don't know. Well, so but... if any of those math majors out there want to take a listen to this and let me know if my simple addition was correct, feel free and... Email us at hardlyadult at gmail.com. But yeah, that's crazy. You have to be 70 to retire. Like, that does not sound, sound fun to me. I want to retire, like, tomorrow. <laughs> well, and granted, I'm a little dumb. I, I, I would love to retire tomorrow. Just do things I enjoy from now on. And But, you know, unfortunately not. And my 401k might be wrong. I'm a little dumb, so I might have signed up for the wrong kind of... Uh, program on it i think it was either 60 or 65 one of the two is it possibly the program where it's by the time you're 40 no that doesn't exist okay no. well no. i don't have a 401k because i'm not a responsible adult so i don't really know much about it um Ooh. Ooh. so but i saved my own money so at least Give me that. Yeah. I, I mean, I've got a 401k, but she's the reason we have a savings account. So it's true. Um, but yeah, so we're just going to talk about, you know, kind of the whole process. Like Andrew was saying, um, we are not really taught. That's another thing we're not really taught is how to apply for a job. Um, just details like where, you know, what we need to do and um, prepare successfully. We we go find help wanted ads in the newspaper and circle them like in the movies, right? Um, no. Although I think newspapers do still exist, they're just not very common. I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're very common. Some of them do have job listings, I think, but most of us find jobs on the internet. I'm going to get us a physical newspaper subscription, and you're going to be really, really confused. Um, 
Yeah, I probably won't read it. I don't even know how to read those, I don't think. <laughs> Same way you um, read the rest of English, top to bottom, left to right. Whatever. Um, but, so yeah, the internet is a good place to look for jobs. Um, have you ever, like, walked into a place and been like, do you guys have any openings? Uh, yes, absolutely. And I've disliked every single job. Well, I really liked Fazoli's, but I was only there because I had friends that worked there. And they said, I'm quitting. And I said, oh, where's an application to fill out? So, yeah, I've done it a couple times. It's all been fast food and haven't been the biggest fan of, of those jobs. So, but, you know, it pays off. It shows initiative. It does. Also sounds very awkward. Um, but it also, like, sounds like something you'd see in, like, TV shows where they're just, like, open the door super wide and walk in and they're like, so, are you guys hiring? Oh, yeah, no, yeah. nothing like that. I mean, they have a now hiring sign in the window, and I don't want to fill out a 45-minute online application. So I say, hey, do you guys have any paper applications? I see it says apply inside, and they're like, oh, okay. So I'll fill it out, and I'll hand it over, and I'll be like, call me, bitches. There you go. Actually, I think I did do this once. No. Forever 21? Forever 21, I'm pretty sure I was there, but, like, they were already, they had, like, the papers in there. I didn't ask, like, straight up, like, are you guys hiring? Like, they just had the papers, the person standing there, and, yeah. Oh, sure, sure. Well, what about um, the bookstore? You walked in, you were like, hey, students need books, I need money. Yeah, that one's weird. I don't really remember much. I think I did it online. Most things are done online today. Um, but there are several different places online where you can apply for a job. What are some of those places? Uh, like, so, I mean, it depends on what you're looking for, really. If you're just looking for, like, a entry-level or, like, skilled labor job kind of thing, you can go to KSL if you live in one of the mountain states, um... Or mount, mountain, mount, mountain? Mountain. Depends mountain. where you're from. It's mountain to me, but... Um, <laughs> you can go to KSL. Mountain. They have jobs that I've had success in, in getting before that have not been scams or, you know, ends up being somebody with a van and candy. Um, How do you know if it's a scam or not, though? <laughs> you kind of just take your luck can text them see if it sounds legit if it says that it's going to pay you a thousand dollars every four days uh, unless it's like a, a mid-level position that sounds pretty pretty up there is it possible they could steal all your money so that's something that i noticed a lot of on ksl and well really just ksl from what i can remember but um, people would be like, oh, you know, um, go cash this check and we'll let you keep 400 of the thousand. But in reality, you just gave them 600 of your own dollars and that check will bounce. So those types of things are scams. There's no easy way to make money like that, unfortunately. Uh, I think the old saying is true, though. You know, it takes money to make money. 
So if you happen to come for money, just go open up whatever the hell business you want, and it'll probably turn a profit, unless you're Trump and can't manage a business. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely true. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I would love to have my own business and be my own boss, personally, but... Maybe one day. That would be great. But anyway, I, I got off topic. So there's KSL, there's Indeed.com, there's JobFinder.com, there's uh, Apartments.com. Um, oh, wait. Oh, Apartments.com. Yeah, no, don't, don't go there looking for jobs. <laughs> unless you, you want to work you... for Apartments.com and you go to the bottom and click on Jobs, I would sure there's something, but... But if you are looking for a place to rent apartments.com yeah that'll um, probably be a few trips so the talking about how to find a place and all that good stuff right yeah no um, we'll definitely bring it up in a different episode yeah. um but i just kind of want to touch on indeed um it is my personal favorite when you go on indeed also we're not sponsored by indeed i just really like indeed for job searches um when you go on there you can say like what city you're looking for a job in what type of job you can customize salary like if you want monday through friday shifts um so you can go on indeed and type in all that stuff and it'll bring up the available positions and um, yeah, and there will probably be something that you're interested in. Yeah. Um, so See. I just want to give a shout out to Indeed. <laughs> yep. And mo most of the job finding sites that you'll stumble upon just looking on the internet are similar. You type in keywords, you can filter by salary or location. Ever since COVID, you can filter by a remote and, you know, on site. Um, and then there's also a good one, especially for those of you that are, you know, college graduates or would be looking for a mid to senior level position, um, LinkedIn is a great way to, you know, both find jobs and network, meet new people in your field, in related fields, and just kind of uh, expand your, well, I mean, contact book, essentially. Yeah, and, you know... Uh, neither of us have an Indeed, right? I mean, oh, not LinkedIn. Indeed. <laughs> LinkedIn. You, you don't I, have LinkedIn, right? I think I made one when I was like 19, so it's probably complete crap. It needs to be done in such a way that it actually produces results instead of scaring people away. My face <laughs> does that enough already. So. No, stop. <laughs> uh, no. He's actually really hot. Um, but LinkedIn, yeah, so LinkedIn, we did, we know this about LinkedIn because we did some research. Obviously, we haven't, um, been through it and connected with people on there, but it is really good for networking, and that is important if you do want to find a job in your field and a job that you love, so look into that. It's true. Um, but with, there are two main types of documents you need when applying for a job. Documents. They're sort of documents, more like... No, they're, they're documents. documents. Yeah, um, and what are those, babe? Uh, you need two. Uh, social and, uh, birth certificate? No. What? No, cover letter and resume. Oh, oh, I thought you said when we get a job. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, no, you're cute. Oh. Um, no, not not when you get a job, but when you're in the process of applying and, you know, um, submitting the application online, you do need to include uh, 
two additional documents like with the application and what are those yeah that's a resume and a cover letter yeah resume and a cover letter a lot of times you know it'll say cover letter optional um from personal experience and professional training on hiring people um yeah being being a supervisor or a manager of places really has its perks uh (laughs) anyway uh cover letters they set you apart from the rest of people for entry-level jobs it almost guarantees an interview for mid senior executive level positions it's almost required to even get a phone screening recruiters won't look at applications that don't have a cover letter attached um a resume obviously you have to show what you're looking for what you've done in the past what you can offer to the company and whatnot yeah um with cover letters yeah even like andrew was saying even if it says optional it is best that you do include a cover letter um those are the main two um sometimes you know depending on the job like if it is high enough up there you know um include like pieces of work you've done um portfolio samples um references those are like stuff that you know once you get into more upper level positions that's stuff that will need to be included but cover letter and resume are the two most important um with a cover letter what like what is what does a good cover letter include so a good cover letter first off you know a cover letter is something where you are selling yourself to the company, essentially, to the hiring manager, to the, to the powers that be, and saying, this is who I am, this is what I can do, this is why I am going to be the best option that you guys have. Uh, so you always want to include your name and contact information. You always want to address, if you can, the hiring manager by name, you know, um salutations mr smith or simply mrs jones or whoever it may be if you don't know ahead of time then you would want to use uh to whom it may concern uh and then from there you kind of say this is why i'm interested in the position this is what i understand the position to be these are the talents skills and achievements that i have that qualify me for the job and uh also what sets me apart from any other candidate that you may have and then after that you say thank you so much for your time and consideration and then regards and then your name yeah no that is very um good explanation of a cover letter um also did you know that it's best to avoid overusing the word i in cover letters I did not know that, or rather, um, the person sitting right here did not know that. Uh, (laughs) Why? Um, why? That is a very good question. Do I know the why? (laughs) Um, because it's just, it can be very, you want to show what you are capable of and what you bring to the table, but you don't want to be like focusing just be like I did this or 
I don't really know how to explain it very well, no, but I, I see what it, you these mean. are some, It'll... like, this is a fact I looked up about cover letters, what makes them a good... No, I like it. <laughs> Big coming in with the random facts. <laughs> um, my job. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I, th- I think you're right. I think it also shows maybe a lesser skill of writing, not to say that you know it's it's you that you're a bad writer or what or anything like that just that there are other ways to phrase things that don't necessarily use a personal noun like that um and that's kind of what they're looking for is critical thinking and comprehension yeah no it's true and um a cover letter is um, it should be pretty simple, but you should have these necessary details in them. Um, it is the first impression, right? So it's what they'll read first, and it is what will make them move on to your resume and most likely give you a call back if you do really well on that. Um, another thing, um, cover letter is just like uh, another, like, any other type of letter you'd write it does have an intro body and closing not going to go into details on what should be included in each but you can find templates online um also it is very important to not repeat what is on the resume do you know why why you shouldn't repeat what's on the resume because a recruiter doesn't want to read the same shit twice that's true. It does end up being redundant. Wow, I said that really fast at first. Um, but it's, you know, your resume does show your experience, your skills, this and that. But the cover letter is more like why those skills matter to okay. the position, right? Yeah. 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 Um, and we, we have written quite a few cover letters and resumes ourselves. We do know about it, but, you know, we've been in our current positions for a few years now, so it's been a while since we've had to do one, right? Yeah, well, it's been about a year for me since I had to write a cover letter. Um, one was required when I got my last position. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the fact, I didn't submit one. I got comfortable with the fact that it was the same company, and I had been with them for three years at the time. Um, and did not submit a cover letter. So then the vice president of operations said, Hey, why didn't Andrew submit a, a cover letter? And my boss is like, dude, submit a freaking cover letter. So I sent them a cover letter and look at where I am now. And that's why, once again, it is important to submit a cover letter. Yeah, It will I, make you stand out and it will most likely get you at least an interview and entry-level positions absolutely absolutely and i was lucky in that situation that i worked with the company everybody already knew me pretty well still does know me i'm acting like i don't work there still um but you know if it was any other company if i was going for an outside position that's not with the same people i've been with for three years that would not have ended the same a recruiter wouldn't have called back and been like, hey, by the way, like, I think I like you, but can you submit a cover letter? That's not how it works. They don't have the time of day to do that. They know what they're looking for. They Their software can go by keywords and simple as that. Exactly. Yeah. And then um, before we dive into resumes here, 
Um, did you know there are different types of resumes? Like different formats? Yeah. Well, just different types, like, you know, chronological and... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I actually, I don't use a chronological resume anymore. I use a skills-based. I don't remember what it's called. Huh. Yeah. Skills-based. Yeah, there are multiple types of resumes. Um, I am going to look it up real quick. I do know one of them's chronological, and that's the one that I usually use, and it lists, you know... Uh, the different types of jobs that you've had in the past, like um, your experiences, and it lists them for newest to oldest. Um, and that's what I usually use, but, and that is the most common type of one. Um, but it I'm is. still looking this up for you guys, and I'll tell you the different. I'm not going to go into detail, like what each of them are. Um, but no, basically, while she's looking that yeah. up, and oh and okay yeah i use a functional resume yeah so there's chronological functional combination and scannable but i guess mine's a combination because like i give how long i worked at places on the back page but so and again like the reasons that you would use these kinds of different ones are going for different kinds of positions like some positions care how long you were at places and to show that you're going to be at their place for a long time. That's when you'd want to use a chronological resume. Um, a functional resume, rather than highlighting how long you worked at places, it highlights achievements that you made at those places and it highlights uh, skills that you have and things like that combination resume like i said is a combination of the two um but for functional resumes when you're highlighting skills and whatnot it's generally for skilled or specialized positions if you're going into the medical field or it you're probably going to end up wanting to use a functional resume in my experience um wouldn't like wouldn't functional resumes deter the employer from giving you an interview just because there aren't any dates so how how do they know that you know everything you say in there is true well how even if it's chronological resume how does anybody know that it's true recruiters don't really have the time for low and mid-level positions to call the places and verify that you did work there when you said that you worked there yeah, it is always nice to see the dates, though. No, it is. To that, see, like, that you have been working. And, and, and I think that's why I used a combination, is why I switched mine originally to completely functional, and I was working with a staffing agency at the time, and the lady apparently was not that well-versed in resumes because she came back and said, you did your resume wrong. And I go, no, it's a functional resume. And then she goes, well, it doesn't show us where you worked and how long you worked for. And I was like, right, that's a chronological resume. She was like, I want to see dates. And so I ended up switching it to a combination resume that shows dates on the back. Well, that shows how much smarter you are than that lady. She should have known this. You think, but... Just kidding. I mean, you know, I thought 
previous to my research, I thought there was only one type of resume, so you never know. Um, but I'm going to kind of talk about, you know, just like the chronological resume and what should be included. Um, so for your header at the top, you should have your name, your address, and then your contact information. And then you do want to list your jobs that you've had from most recent to oldest, and you do want to have the start and end dates. Um, and then for each job listing, you do want to include the job function, like the different types of things you did while you were at that job. Um, so what was required of you, basically, and what you did. Um, then you also do want to include your education. So even if you are currently in college, you do want to list that. Um, it might be important for certain jobs. Um, education, like, you know, you graduated high school, like, where you graduated college, where you're going now, you know, just have that included. Um, and then achievements and certifications slash rewards, that should also be included. Um, and, you know, like, if you have done any volunteer work, volunteer work, that would be good to go in that section as well. And then in the end, it is nice to put that references are available upon request um, because they can see that, oh, you are willing to give it to them and have people back up your previous work history. Um, so that's basically what it is. And, you know, obviously the more achievements you have, it does it does stand out to employers. It does. And, and like I've mentioned a couple of times, uh, a lot of the software that recruiters use nowadays or talent acquisition specialists, whatever you want to call them, uh, a lot of their software has the ability to search for keywords. So again, if you want a particular kind of job, you're going to want to use more of those keywords. Like if you want to, I'll use call center as an example because that's what I know. But uh, if you wanted to work in a call center, you would probably want to have call center in your resume a couple of times. Um, you would want to have KPI or metric or um, net promoter score, like different terms that are used in the business. Uh, different systems or whatnot can go under your skills um, and all of that is going to help increase your chances of your name getting picked out of the proverbial hat that has a thousand names in it that recruiters are crawling through. Yeah, I know that is a very good point you bring up. I really never thought of it that way, um, but it makes sense that you would include certain keywords to help people choose you and um, and to, to clarify too not just putting keywords like randomly in a list <laughs> on your resume um but incorporating it into the descriptions so rather than just saying i worked at a place and took calls obviously that's a terrible way of doing it anyway but you want to talk about some of the key performance indicators in the description not just make a list at the end of keywords that you want to make stand out. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, all very good points um, and very well said. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, another thing that I forgot to mention about resumes, uh, they should have like a professional statement um, at the beginning, although I don't remember the last time I've done that. I feel you know like, what I'm talking about? You know, if you're, 
going to I've never done a, a statement at, on a resume well I especially just, if you have a cover letter right yeah you don't need it like especially with a cover letter I I personally even before I started doing cover letters never put a statement or something uh, on my resume and maybe that's why a lot of places didn't call me back at first but <laughs> They want to make sure you're a professional, right? That's what professional statement means. I'm professional as shizzle. Are you? I think and what so. does that mean? It means that I am professional above all. You should read some of the emails that I send at work. You, you're professional above professionals. I am the professional of professionals. Kind of like the king of kings, but the professional of professionals. Okay, so the professional of the underworld. Apparently I'm Satan now, guys. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Or am I? We don't even know. Um, But, yeah, so we've had some jobs. Um, Andrew's definitely had a lot more than me. Um, Damn, just call me out like that. I mean, it's not a bad thing. I'm sure you've gained tons of experience from it. You want to tell our lovely listeners what types of jobs you've had? I've worked everything. Um... Well, not everything. I've worked food, I've worked retail, I've worked call center. The majority of what I have is call center experience, but, well, sorry, so the majority industry is call center. The majority of my experience, I can say, uh, thankfully say, though, is management. Um, since my first full-time job out of high school, um, well, and e- even when I was in high school, I was working fast food and, uh, the manager said, as soon as you graduate, I'm going to make you full time and I'm going to make you a supervisor. Uh, and that's kind of opened some doors in, cause again, they look for keywords. So if you can put in your resume that you were management or have experience coaching or being over supervising other people, uh, that's going to, to lead you into the ability to not just start ground level, but to start as a lead or something. Um, so yeah, been very fortunate in that, in that aspect. Um, I also had a brief stint where I was working temp jobs, just going through a local staffing agency. Oh, fun. Yeah, yeah, no. (laughs) Um, and that one was actually pretty fun there were uh that staffing agency is what led to a couple of my call center jobs it's what led to the one and only warehouse job that i've worked which i really liked doing um i was upgrading the the firmware on uh electronics like routers and switches and internet hubs and devices uh and then getting ready for shipping and shipping them out yeah. Yeah, that that sounds fun. I mean, not to me, but to you. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bit of a nerd. He, so. he, yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit, yeah, but, a lot of it. But what um, about you, babe? We, we talked about a few of your, a couple of yours at the beginning. You've been a sexy librarian and uh, uh, what was the other job that we talked about? Um, oh, Forever I, 21, okay. and you've been that, that person that works retail. 
<laughs> yes, I was a sexy librarian. No, um, librarians, being a librarian is actually a very serious job, <laughs> which I, I've never actually been a librarian. Um, just wanted to mention that. They do make pretty good money from what I've seen. You do have to go to school, though. You have to go to school to be a librarian? Yeah. I thought you just have to know how to say shh. And write book finds in the back. I think I looked it up. I think you do have to go to school. Don't know the exact degree, but... So I have... I definitely haven't had as many jobs as Andrew, but I've had... So the first job I had was at Forever 21, so I worked in retail, which, you know, it was not the best of times. Um, and then I worked as... Um, I worked at the bookstore at the University of Utah, and that was only for a few months, kind of a seasonal position, but it wasn't bad. Made a lot of friends, um, basically just organized books. Um, and then I was a medical assistant for a year and a half in an urgent care, and that was hectic, but I sure did learn a lot. Um, grew as a person, you know, there's a lot of shit you see. And then my current position, um, the current job I'm at is I've been at for about four and a half years now, and I've done several positions within that one job. I've been, I worked in customer relations, customer service, I've been a supervisor, currently working in customer accounts. Um, so overall, I haven't had terrible experiences with all of those jobs. Um, Forever 21 was not the best, though. Uh, the hours were, you know, sometimes we had to stay really late, and I did not enjoy doing that. Yeah. I mean, I prefer later shifts, but I could definitely understand having to stay late and not wanting to. I don't like being forced into it. Right. Yeah. Morning morning shifts are better. Nope. Um, I'm a night owl. I do all my best thinking at night. <laughs> well, you know. That is where we are different. I, that's true. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's... Don't ever stay in a job that you're not happy in and where it's bad for your mental health. Um, apply to jobs. It is good to kind of stay at least a year so it doesn't look like you're continuously job hopping. Um, but if you are miserable don't stay there. And what what's bad for one person is good for another person. Like, you mentioned working in, like, the food service industry. Some people do like it. Yeah, no, um, no I'm not knocking that or retail at all. They're just not my particular cup of tea. I guess I did kind of like managing retail, uh, if you can call it retail. I did Halloween City for a season. So yeah, that's retail. I, assistant store manager. Um, yeah. Good times. I wish I could see more of the Halloween cities now. But it's all fucking spirits. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so that's those are all very, you know, um important things to know. Um you know there are plenty of jobs out there. Um, of course, go somewhere where you are paid well and where you love the job. Um, yeah. in the end, as long as you're happy, that's the most important part, your quality of life. Um, we won't go too much into mental health in this episode. Um, actually we are getting close to the end, huh? I think so, yeah. Um, but yeah, those are our job tips. Yep. 
that's what we've got. We, uh, well, we went over networking and LinkedIn. We, yeah, I, I think that our goals for this episode were fulfilled. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then if you guys do have any questions, comments, feedback, you know, any tips you want to give us, please email us at hardlyadoll at gmail.com or uh, your uh, Oh, email. yeah, right. Uh, Andrew at hardlyadult.blog. Uh, I do want to say we did get a couple of comments, one uh, talking about our previous episode and some information that we may have forgotten. I thought that I included it, but just to get it out there, uh, last episode we were talking about taxes and good places to file them. So there's Credit Karma. They have a tax option that you can go and use. It's free. Uh, it's really, really easy. Uh, so if we didn't mention that last time, I just want to get that out there real quick. But thank you guys for the feedback. Uh, please also make sure, rate, and review us on Spotify, uh, iTunes, or Apple Podcasts, or whatever it's called nowadays. Uh, what else are we missing? And, and yeah, um, also make sure to share our podcast with your friends and family. Get it out there. I think it is beneficial, and you know, you guys can, your friends and family can hear our banter. Um, but yeah, that's basically all we have oh um social media so you can go ahead and follow me at minya underscore durovic 26 on instagram and that's mainly where i'm at um so yeah and if you want to ask questions and provide comments on there you can as well um we are setting up our social media page for the podcast as well yeah so eventually that'll be instagram hardly adult pod yes uh, and then you can find me at drewdrew1140. I don't really post anything but some pictures of this sexy-ass beard and <laughs> uh, pictures of maybe my dog, my baby, and uh, <laughs> yeah. mountains. Yeah, I, I it's got some shit going on, I guess. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, this was so much fun, you guys. Um, have have, have a, a wonderful coming week. Yeah, good morning, good afternoon, or good morning, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good night. And Depending on where you're yeah, at in I the don't, world. Uh, what's the quote? I don't know. It was on my morning announcements in elementary school. They had this thing that was like, you know, good morning, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good, after, good evening, and good night. That's what it was. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. There we go. Peace, everyone.